Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. The odds that your podcast audience is unimpacted by COVID-19 is vanishingly small. Virtually everyone, everyone is facing a new reality and adjusting their habits. Should you adjust what your podcast delivers to them? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I'm starting out with good news this morning. Yay! According to some studies done by VoxNest and PodTrack, podcast consumption doesn't seem to be going down. Cue the happiness. Look, some shows, as we talked about yesterday, are noticing a drop. And if you are one of those shows that's experiencing a drop, my my apologies, my condolences, I'm not sure what to say. But I think what it really means is people are shifting their listening habits, which is what we also talked about yesterday on the program. That means that while your drop is experienced, that person is listening to something else, most likely. It, look, macro, looking at things on a micro level, when we're talking about macro trends, is hard. Just know that overall podcasting hasn't dropped. So the people aren't staying away from podcasts, at least not from these two early studies that we are seeing. So that's good news. That's good news. And I think we need good news as working podcasters because all of us are wondering, what the heck are we going to do? How should we be making adjustments to the things that we do? Look, this is, as I said at the beginning, impacting all of our lives. What are we going to do? I I want to think through some of those things today. I think it begins with understanding one thing. The moment you started podcasting, the moment your podcast went live and you got your first episode, you may not know this, but you entered into a contract with your listeners, a social contract, we call that. Well, you didn't sign anything, neither did they, but still, there is this social contract that exists between you and your listeners. They expect a certain amount of content from you, expect a certain style of content from you. That's it. Well, in times of trouble, we tend to throw up. No, we don't throw up. We tend to tear up. (laughs) We tend to tear up contracts and renegotiate them. And I think it's time for some renegotiating of the social contract between you and your listening audience. Because of this global pandemic, we find ourselves in. A lot of podcasters I talk to, some clients, some friends, some just random connections, people who reach out to me. And by the way, you can always reach out to me, ask me any question. If you're a working podcaster, I will give you an answer, I promise. A lot of questions come up about what they're supposed to do around this new world we find ourselves into. And really, I think you should address it. For the longest time, I wanted to 
be in the world where I thought, you know what? We're making content that people want to hear. We were making content that people want to escape from. Let's just ignore it. Just go on producing what you're producing. People need a sense of normalcy in their lives. I thought that all the way up until last week. I don't think that anymore. I don't think that because this isn't a blip. This isn't something that goes away next week or the week after next. And as we discussed yesterday on the program, this is going to cause long-term changes to habits. We come out of this a different world, different nations, different people, once it's all said and done. So whatever whatever we were doing last week doesn't necessarily apply for this week. So I think you really have to understand that reality. And if you agree with that reality, then I think you need to make some changes specifically. You really have three choices that you need to make. Three ways you can address this whole coronavirus, COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 thing and its impact on your podcast and your listeners. One is, yeah, you can still ignore it. But the reason I don't think you should do that is that makes you seem rather out of touch. It makes you seem like you did all these things months ago and years ago, and maybe you did. And you're just kind of ignoring the problem, hope that it goes away. And that's bad. (laughs) I mean, obviously, your listeners are experiencing this. You're experiencing that. Even if you don't have that close personal relationship, I think there's danger if you just simply ignore it. But I will put a caveat out there. There are certain instances where ignoring it makes sense. So if you think that's where you live, fine, hold on to that for now. I'm going to give you two other options. Second option is acknowledge and embrace, which is kind of what I'm doing here. And I think a lot of podcasts should be thinking about acknowledging and embracing it. But only if your show allows you to do that. Look, if breaking character doesn't fit your show's format, if you're doing a long educational series about something, if you're developing regular entertainment that is specifically designed to be escapist from all of this, there's a lot of reasons why you might not be able to acknowledge and embrace it, at least not in the way that I am doing today, then that's fine. But if you can, if it works for your show without breaking everything together, then I think it makes a lot of sense for you to acknowledge and embrace what's happening right now. Just come out from behind the curtain. Have a conversation. Your listeners might want to know how you're being affected if you've got that personal relationship. So think about acknowledging and embracing us, number two. Number three, third thing to do is a complete and total overhaul. Complete and total overhaul. Throw away what you're doing right now, start over. Or more gradual changes, but completely overhauling the content you produce on a regular basis. That might be warranted if the world you used to podcast in no longer exists and won't exist again probably tomorrow or for the foreseeable future, and we might not go back to that. It might need a complete and total overhaul, and that's okay if you have to do that. Your audience, well, look, we've already seen. They're shifting, so shift with them. Deliver the kind of content you can deliver. Now, I want to give three warnings 
I gave you three things to do. And I'm going to give you three things not to do. Number one, do not give advice outside of your own expertise. You understand what I'm saying? Do not give advice that's outside of your own expertise. If you're not a doctor, then you're not a doctor. If you're not a medical person, not a medical person. If you're not an expert in epidemics, resist the temptation to give advice outside of that. Instead, give advice to people who are that that is in your expertise and how you're dealing with things. Number two, do not pass on any information that has not been fully vetted. This microphone's a powerful tool. You see something somebody posts on Facebook and you say, oh my God, this is life-changing. I need to tell everybody about it. Don't pass on any information about this virus and this condition that has not been fully vetted. Again, see number one. Don't give advice outside of your expertise. And number three, don't quit. Seriously, don't quit. Your audience listened to you before this happened. Your audience wants to hear from you during this pandemic, and they're going to want to hear from you after. Yeah, they might want to change, or they just might want an escape, but they want to hear from you. And if you quit because you think that you're not giving relevant information right now in this time of crisis, I want you to really go back and reconsider that notion. People listen to you for a reason. People want to listen to you. Maybe the reasons have changed. So adapt around that. Heavy stuff we're in. And I'm sure I'll be dealing with heavy stuff for the rest of the foreseeable future here because this is all, right now, this is the future of podcasting. We're going to see a change differently. And I want to make sure that we're raising the right questions and not just blindly going about our business. All right, that's it. I'll see you all tomorrow for another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.